Hi, we're here again with the podcast. And my guest today is Andrew, Andrew Carey. Yeah, and Andrew, I understand that you now have a new status in life. Yes. Giftings of being a musician, running a business, you can now say that you are a husband. Indeed. How long has that been? (laughs) It's a a bit of a strange one, firstly. Thank you for for having me here. It's a a great joy to be with you. Um, Yeah, it's a bit of a strange story. So we, um, I got engaged about two years ago. And we planned a wedding for June 2020 and then COVID hit and like with all plans, everything kind of went out the window and we were anxiously watching all the news briefings, working out whether we would be able to have our wedding and it soon came apparent that we weren't going to. So we cancelled all this venue and suppliers and um, we sort of made up our minds that as soon as we were allowed to get legally married, we'd jump down to a registry office, get married, and then have a celebration. So that's what happened. Um, oh, right. Celebrations afterwards, yes. Yes, so <laughs> at the beginning of July, Boris announced that we could have small weddings, so we gave our four weeks notice at the registry office and oh. got married last August. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, one week ago, uh, today actually, was it two weeks? Maybe two weeks ago, time's yeah. flying, uh, we had a wedding celebration um with all of our family together so the first one we only had parents and siblings and i had my best man and robin had her maid of honor Mm. um and then we went to the pub um afterwards in all of our wedding attire and sat in the pub garden and everyone laughed at us i bet they did (laughs) (laughs) it was a funny story we went back to the the same pub for our anniversary for dinner and we were telling the story to the waitress. She was like, oh, yeah, we remember you. You were the strange ones who turned up in your wedding suits and <laughs> dresses and everything like that. So, yes, oh. uh, a good fun story for, for the future. How did you get to know Robin? What, uh, was, what did you do together that he brought you together? Yeah, so I uh, started studying at Hertfordshire Uni in Hatfield back in 2014. And then I graduated 2017 and started a job at the local church uh, Forest Town Church as an intern um, and that was the year that Robin started studying also at Hatfield Uni and she came along to Forest Town and um, so what was your actual you had a job in mm. the church um, in the finance you said intern what do you mean by that yeah so internship mean, meant that I was kind of working for a couple of days a week almost right. as a um, sort of trainee focusing on sort of the worship and media um, so helping assist coordinate those areas for a year um, yeah. and now you've just moved on you've got your own business yes so I <laughs> I uh, once I finished working at the church I joined a, a publishing company and uh, worked there for a while and then um, as of January this year or 2021 I decided to go freelance um, so mm. I freelanced in web design video work audio work photography anything kind of creative um, mm. I take on a variety of projects yeah. um, in the local area. So my little bit of audio work of reading out some poems, you would have handled that. Yeah, so uh, some of the little jobs I do is actually editing audiobooks. So <laughs> Right. <laughs> yes, I'm very impressed by your setup here. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, no, I don't know about that. Um, and tell me about Robin. Um, 
I know what she looks like, but uh, what does she enjoy doing and what does she like? Does she have a sense of humour? Yeah, she's amazing. We, uh, she's got a very good sense of humour. We complement each other well. She's a, uh, a big extrovert and I'm a big introvert. So, <laughs> Well, thank we, you for coming if you're we, a big introvert. It doesn't sound like it, yes. No, we, we complement um, each other well, so yeah. And we, what, does she, does she have a job? Yeah, she's a, a local teacher, so... Oh, right. Of small children or...? Yes, yeah, little ones, so... I keep her busy. That's good. Well, that is lovely. Yes, I've got um, uh, one daughter with three little granddaughters. Okay. The latest one's just become four. And they're more. <laughs> yeah, lots of, lots of energy. <laughs> it was hardest at the, uh, the lockdown when they were supposed to be taught at home. Mm. And she got two older ones to teach and a four-year-old extrovert sort of rushing around, yeah. shrieking, yes. I know, it's, it's yeah, oh. hard times for, for everyone, but particularly families, I think. Yes. So you go to a church. Now, you can go to a church in a church building, and anybody can go to a church building, and it doesn't matter what's happening within them, within their spirit. Um, do you have a, a relationship with God? Hmm. Yeah, so I... I grew up a Christian. I grew up in a Christian home and always oh, right. went to church. Um, and, yeah, just not a very exciting story. Just gradually oh. over the years, just it became more real for me and became my faith rather than, you know, your parents' faith. And uh, particularly coming to uni, sort of making that decision to go to church for myself. And Yes. Um, yeah. Just and did the, the music, did you... Um, mm play guitar before yeah so it was that was the reason i learned instruments was they need they had a a need in the the local worship team at the church i grew up in for a bass guitarist so i i decided i'd learn bass guitar when i was eight or nine and that was how i got into music and is a bass guitar you just seem to be plucking one string at a time yeah it's it's a very leisurely occupation (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I think there's a lot more to it but that's that's about as far as i ever got was plucking one string at a time (laughs) and uh, i thought there's something must be something more exciting than this so i picked up a a acoustic guitar and piano and a few other bits along the way Mm. now i i don't know much about this at all but i I do understand that you have had or have a very unusual medical problem do you Mm. wish can you share about that sure so i was born with a congenital heart condition uh which is congenital congenital means uh it means you're born with it okay um uh so it means that i it's called hyperplastic left heart syndrome which is i'm not going to repeat that no no that's fair enough it's a very long-winded way of saying that i only have half of the heart so you normally have four chambers two on the left two on the right and i only have the two on the right but can you can babies exist with half a heart? I mean, you have, but... Yeah, I mean, not not until recently. Um, <gasps> so, yeah, one when I was born, there was a guy who'd come up with a few surgeries and he came over from America to perform those on me and uh, a few others to kind of teach the teams in London how to do this procedure. So it was very new when I was born and, um, I mean, yes. thankful I was born when I was and I was able to go through those procedures and have the life that I have now. Right. So as a as a child, when you knew something, you know, sort of five, six, seven, did you understand what had happened to you? Mm. Or, yeah, yeah, my my parents were always very open with me about um, what had happened and I was very aware of it. And um, 
that sort of came out in different things like not being able to do PE or sports or keep up with my friends. I had to have an understanding of it to know why I couldn't do those things. What is it you lack then in this quarter of the heart? Is it, you you talked about energy. Yeah, so it's mostly energy because the heart is obviously half as efficient. Um, So it can't get as much blood around and therefore not as much oxygen. So it means I fatigue a lot lot quicker and um yeah just general energy levels are a lot lower mm, there's water there <laughs> thank you <laughs> oh right so when you became a believer was that a child a real belief i know you went to church sure. or a, a young teenager or later i mean how did you square up i'm different mm. and god made me or yeah it was a lot of problem yeah i think a lot of wrestling um with that of um why was I made like this? Mm. Um, and there's still questions that I wrestle with to this day as an adult. Of, um, you know, as Christians, we believe in, in healing. And mm. um, it's sometimes that, that doesn't happen. And you kind of... You just don't know why. You don't know why. And that's the, the great mystery of, of life and the faith and trusting in God's, God's plan and purpose. Yeah, yeah. For me. It's, it's, I, I've seen quite a few healings, but... Um, to pray in that way and then them not being healed, that is, that's, a, that's a problem. Yeah. Oh. Um, so your parents dealt with it very well. And mm. nobody, um, when you went to uni, for instance, did you have to say, look, you've got to be careful of me because ABC of my physical side? Yeah, to an extent. We, we had conversations with the university and... I was in a ground floor accommodation and oh, right. um, they provided some equipment that meant I didn't have to travel on campus every day and oh, right. bits oh, like right. that to help me preserve my energy. But yeah. So it's, it's it, the main deficiency or efficiency is around energy, is it? Yeah. You've got mm-hmm. enough to do this. Well, thank you for coming here tonight. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> is it common? I mean, are there others in the situation that you know mm. of? You probably found them when you were being treated. Yeah, so yes. there's quite a few of us. Um, obviously, it's not a, a hugely common condition. I couldn't give you the, the numbers <laughs> or anything no, no, like no. that. But, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's rare. Um, they'd, they'd class it as a rare condition, yeah. Oh, I'm talking to a man who has a rare condition. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something I put on my CV. <laughs> no. mm. And, um, of course... Um, your fiancé who was your wife and now would be obviously totally um, sympathetic and understanding of what you were I mean Mm. your body you know yeah yes yes yeah yeah your eyes are saying yes but yeah yeah no it's (laughs) yeah uh, yeah yeah she's amazing and yeah very supportive and Mm. throughout all the the hospitals and treatments and different things it's yeah it's been a steep learning curve for for everyone involved but yeah, good At fun. what point when you get to know someone do you say, by the way, I think you ought to know I can't run up that mountain with you today because you know, yeah, I I mean, mean, mountains for, don't occur every day, but yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, sure. Um, for me and Robin, we were f- close friends for about a year before, so it was it was never something that, you know, we started dating and suddenly I had to reveal that there was this secret side of me. <laughs> yes. It was just something that she was aware of and yes yeah never really a, a conversation we had to have oh tell me about oh you told a little about your business mm. what are some of the the uh, sides of that that you really excel in that you love doing 
Yeah, I love all of the anything video based, so filming mm. things, editing. Uh, I do a lot of what's called motion graphics, so animations and. Um, it's the in thing, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, particularly during lockdown where you couldn't go and film a product or take photos of a product, being able to animate it and show show the features of it without yes. having to go and visit a customer. And so there was a, a high demand for that. So yeah, that's why I enjoy most. Yeah. I think. I mean, I've I've been told that there are certain sequels on um, television where you know the two couples kissed, but it was two moves. You had to match them. There were two films. Well, oh, really? You know, yes. Yeah, yeah. Throughout lockdown, the restrictions and bits. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> oh dear. Amazing how we adapt. Hey? Mm. Do you feel you're over everything to do with lockdown now that it affects you? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think I struggle with my mental health and particularly anxiety and mm. that's still something that I struggle with surrounding COVID and the lockdown and mm. getting that confidence back that you know yes things are I, safer I'm, now and I'm on my own and I have been for a long time uh, my husband um went to heaven he's, in, he's having a lovely time but that was 21 years ago but it was only these last three years that I've, uh, you know, I've come out of it uncomfortably. I wake up with a bad dream, but I shouldn't have done because mm. I read the Bible. You know, I, I love the Lord, etc. It stress does, in a certain little way, affect me mm. because I'm on my own. You mm. know what I mean? And you were on your own to start with yep. until you, yeah, yeah. So I think a lot of people have a hidden layer of it. Mm. I think it would take several years for us to kind of well, I hope for some yes. people maybe to. To kind of get that, you know, confidence back of, you know, the world is a safe place again, and I know. Um, you know, it's weird how quickly your 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 mind adapts to social distancing and wearing a mask, and mm. yeah, I think it's going to take a while when when things are safer for that to kind of mm. get back to normal, whatever that looks like. So, I went to somewhere last night um, um, to meet others over a certain project. And I've been there hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times in St Albans, but I still miss the road because, you know, in the dark it isn't so easy. And I, I put that down to a tiny bit of stress. So I mm. think everybody must have a bit of yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. I think it's it's right for us to recognise that this year has had a, a a very large impact on our on our mental and emotional health and yes, to be patient with ourselves. And But we're coming out of um, it. Yeah. And how people manage without a god that loves them you know and jesus it's hard to to know because we that's the rock we go to when everything else is failing us isn't it yeah i mean for me that is that's the, that's true and um yeah it's a great comfort to know that you have uh, mm. a god who cares and you can can approach him and find yes, peace in that absolutely um, you've brought your guitar with you. I have, yes. It's not the bass guitar, I can No, see. it's got six strings rather than four, so <laughs> we have gained an extra two since I learnt many years ago. Ah, uh, and you take part in some of your churches, that's Forest Town. Yes. Is um, uh, Times of Music, yes. Mm. You've got a lot of musicians in this church, haven't you? Yeah, it's, uh, oh. yeah, it's a wonderful... Four bands, isn't it? Four, four. Yeah, four or five now, so oh. it's uh, a wonderful wonderful blessing for the church to have so many musical people and yeah i very much enjoy being a part right. of that well it's been really interesting um talking to you but mm. we're going to just hear this i will um pause for now yeah 
Andrew, you had uh, you tell me about this song. You're saying so this something. song I wrote a few years ago. I was going through some health things, and for me it was a um, a very personal song of saying, "God, I I trust you in this, and um, things are hard, but yeah, I won't be shaken." Is the the title of the song? So yeah. Right. Let's hear it. Shadows, I will trust in you. Even in my fears, I will run to you. Even in my doubt of my own belief, I will rest. I will rest. I have never, ever been on my own. With me, for me, never letting go. I have never, ever been on my own. You are with me, for me, never letting go. Oh, 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 and I will not be shaken. Never letting go I 
you for that Andrew Kerry and thank you for sharing yourself and all the best for the future with Robin. Thank you for having me. It's been good fun. Bless you. Cheers. Bye. Bye.